Hey Saints, this is Malam Long and today's study is why is Jesus the only way? Now we'll go through, <laughs> um, we know right why Jesus is the only way, it's in John uh, 14, 6, okay? But this is going to start a series of different discussions on different faiths, okay? And the one thing that all of these faiths are missing and why this question is very important. Why is Jesus the only way? So first and foremost, I want to say that the focus of this platform is Jesus. He is our Lord and Savior. Uh, today, we will be talking about other faves, and like I said, it will begin a new series, so we'll start with a couple, well, a few today, and then we'll just continue until the Lord says that's enough, okay? So why is Jesus the only way? It's important for us to know the answer to the question, and we'll discuss how pervert and deceptive other walks of faith are while showing that Jesus reigns. He is high and he is lifted up, guys. He is the truth. He's the only way to salvation. So before we go into that, um, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for continuing to use me as a vessel, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity and to bring truth. Bring truth, Lord. Bring truth. Amen. So we're just going to go over uh, some definitions and then I'll get right into these walks of faith for people all right so basically the word religion my internet search is telling me the belief in and worship of a superhuman human controlling power especially a personal god capital g or gods lowercase g a particular system of faith and worship a pursuit or interest to which someone ascribes supreme importance. Consumerism is the new religion, right? So looking up these faiths that we're going to talk about today, Islamic. The religion of Muslims, a monotheistic faith regarded as revealed through Muhammad as the prophet of Allah. Catholicism, the faith practice and church order of the Roman Catholic Church. An atheist, a person who believes or lacks belief in the existence of God, capital G, or God's Lord HG. So I do want to just first and foremost also say that religion's practices will not save you. Religion will not save you, all right? It's important uh, to make this statement and to understand that as we go through the series. The only way to salvation is through the Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 10, verse 9 through 11. I've been giving it lately at the end. Let's start with it at the beginning. Okay? That is the only way for one to be saved. Now, Romans 10, 9, verse 11 is not the only verse of salvation, but it is 
maybe my favorite, but it is definitely um, a verse that I like to use um, to to make people aware of of what what true salvation is, right? Okay. So now we already know that Satan is always trying to mimic our Jesus, always. He wants to sound as close as possible to the truth without actually providing one thing. And we'll get into that a little later. Some of you may already know. <laughs> so now we're just gonna start discussing the differences of our beliefs. And to me, nothing is more loving than the truth. You want to tell people the truth and obviously, it's up to a person to decide, you know, what they will or will not do. We can only sow seeds. Okay. So, before we go into that, I want to just say the power of false religion is so strong. It will cause people to deny the true Christ. It will cause people to die from this world not having another chance of redemption. Redemption. And that is just not something that I um, like to even think about. Okay. So this is important to go over this. Um, Islam and th when I go over these different faiths this is their belief system I'm just giving it to you as I study this this is their belief system so Islam Quran is the word of Allah which we know is Satan they also have a Hadith Hadith is their only holy tradition and the Sunnah is another book for them, and that would be the words and works of Muhammad. Their theology is from the Quran and the Sunnah. Now, to uh, Jesus, to them, is a man, and not a God, but we know he is. Okay. To them, he's a man, not God. And he does not have atonement because he's a man, he's a prophet. He's standing alongside Allah, waiting for Allah to send him back. Returned from heaven to correct all of the Christians. And then he also, while here, will get married, have children and be buried next to Muhammad. Now they have three great signs at the end of history and each of them being a man. So one is, the first one is the Mahdi. Mahdi, also known as the 12th Imam, is to slaughter who will not worship Allah, convert to Islam. Anyone who does not follow them are known as pigs and dogs. The Mahdi is to establish the world dominating kingdom. This will be a holy war going from nation to nation. He will destroy all enemies of Islam. This army will carry black flags and on the flag, it will have the word punishment. First, he will go to Israel, slaughter all the Jews. He will establish his rule on the Temple Mount. The Mahdi will bring rain, wind, crops, so no one will speak ill of him. 
They will all love him. He'll make peace agreement with the Jews and the West for seven years. He will come riding on a white horse. Yes, this is what we know from our Bible, Revelation 6, 1 through 2. Uh, again, this is Satan trying to give validity. He is a copycat, and we all know this. So just to kind of summarize it for the Mahdi, he will make a seven-year peace treaty with the Jews. He's a messianic figure, a descendant of Muhammad, comes out of a crisis, establish a new world order, destroy all who resist them, invade many nations, establish world headquarters at Jerusalem, establish Islam as the only religion, come on a white horse, and loved by all people on the earth. This is a distinction. When we see this, we say, uh-huh, that's the Antichrist from the Bible, right? Again, Revelation 6, 1 through 2, the rider on the white horse is their Mahdi. The second sign is their Jesus, their Jesus. It's not their Jesus, it's only one Jesus, but we're talking about the Islamic faith, their Jesus. He is not the first for a reason. For the Muslims, Jesus cannot be first, and then they won't be right. Okay. Now he is to assist the aid and aid the Mahdi. He comes as a radical Muslim, holding the wings of two angels that flew him down. Jesus will pray to the Mahdi as his Lord, worship Allah, lead all Christians to follow Allah. And this is what we would say in Revelations 13, 16, 19, and 20 as the false prophet. There is a third person, which is the Dajjal. He comes to earth on a mule. He's blind in one eye. He's an infidel. Infidel is not believing in the religion who adheres to religion or other than his own. He claims to be Jesus of God. I'm sorry, Jesus' son of God and the true Jesus, but the true Jesus will slaughter him, claims to be deity. Again, this is Islamic faith. I hope you found the one thing that was missing. Catholicism is the second one. This is an illegitimate power, engages in idolatry, believes Mary is above Christ, false forgiveness through confession, uselessness of baby baptismals, right? Useless baby baptismals, a baby being baptized. Okay. Purgatory is where you will go when you die if you don't get things right here on earth as you're living and breathing and hearing us. You go to purgatory. Catholics created purgatory because it is for money. So you're here living and a family member is in purgatory that has now died from this earth. You're paying the papacy to get them out of purgatory. Right. So you're paying the papacy to get your family member out of purgatory while your family member that's in purgatory is trying to still figure things out. So they can go to heaven in the end. Okay. So in the Catholic system, you'll never know if you're saved. The only hope that you did enough 
good things, just like in Islam. You hope that you did enough good things, that you can get to paradise, that you can get to heaven. So the rope is at the top of the Roman Catholic Church. Martin Luther, back from 1483 to 1546, he proved the revelations of Daniel and John. The historian Daubigny, that he reigned of the Antichrist, predicted and described in the Bible that it was the papacy. So all Bibles were removed from the churches from 1553 to 1558. And this was the reign of Bloody Mary. All Bibles removed. It became a capital crime. 300 Protestants were burned at the stake. William Tinsdale was martyred for his translating the Bible into English. That was his crime. Evil. I hope we've been looking at the uh, the one key thing, right? That's not in these two religions. The third one is atheists. An atheist, again, is a person who disbelieves or lacks belief in the existence of God, capital G, or gods, lowercase g. Atheists are rooted in their beliefs in the human potential to achieve good, logical reasoning values. Evolution is the process by which different kinds of living organisms are thought to have developed and diversified from earlier forms during the history of the earth. A gradual development of something, especially from a simple to more complex form. An atheist has no self-determined purpose. Get that? An atheist has no self-determined purpose purpose. So just a little more about the atheists. Atheists, the universe has principles and laws inherent as properties of matter, energy flow, chemical reaction, etc. Okay. These inherent law, natural laws cannot be violated. Life is a product of these inherent natural laws. Life can only develop in harmony with the natural laws of the universe. <clears throat> Excuse me. Life is limited to and governed by these inherited principles since life is a product of the inherent laws and cannot violate them. Therefore, human existence, thoughts, feelings, etc., are merely the end result of inherited universal laws and principle of matter, energy flow, chemical reaction. It's just like the devil to try to keep you far away from the truth. The key thing that we can take from all of this is where's their salvation? No one has salvation. No one speaks of salvation. They don't even know if they're going to heaven. We know as Christians that we are. We know. In Psalm 14, 1, it says, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. <coughs> Excuse me. They have done abominable works. There is none who does good. And what's funny is that I would get a tickle in my throat as I speak about this. Clearly. comical, right? 
All right. So for Christians, we know we have a savior. He died on the cross for our sins that we may have eternal life with him. We believe and we know that the word of God was inspired by the Holy Spirit. He's given us his word so that we can, that's our bread, that's our daily bread. We should be breathing. Oh, we should be breathing this. And I'm talking to myself, I'm preaching to myself as I tell you this. We should be, this is our daily bread. He has given this to us. The Bible is the final authoritative word of God. The final authoritative word of our God. There is only one God, right? It has three persons. God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells within us. Our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Right here in 1 Corinthians, 6 19 through 20 or do you not know that your body is the temple of the holy spirit who is in you whom you have from god and you are not your own for you were brought at a price therefore glorify god in your body and in your spirit which are god's we are created in the image thank you lord in the image of god and that is genesis 1 26 through 27 it says and god said let us make man in our image after our likeness that's the beginning of 26 27 goes on to say so god created man in his own image in the image of god created he him male and female created he them now we know that we have a direct we can have a direct relationship with our creator and that's John 16, 13. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. People, this is true love. This is nothing about manipulation. This is not falsehood. This is our our Lord and Savior loving us. Loving us like no one else can. He has given us his word, which is our daily bread, which we should be eating every day, every single day. Thank you, Lord. He's given us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is, is indwelling in us. Our body is the temple of the holy spirit he's with us to guide us to console us to be with us we know our salvation romans 10 verse 9 through 11 and i'm just gonna get there for you really quick so that i can give it to you one more time but i want to give it to you exactly word for word in scripture romans 10 9 through 11 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Amen, 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 amen. Jesus is King. Jesus is Lord. 
Oh, Jesus, thank you, Lord. He's our Savior. He died on the cross for us. That's one, the one thing that when we go through this series, you will find there is no other religion that claims salvation through Jesus Christ. Amen. And that's why it is important that we do the will of our Father. He has commissioned us to go out and to preach the gospel. That's what we should be doing. And it doesn't matter who you are. You are a child of God. You should know you are a child of God. Know who you are. Know that when the devil comes to you with, oh, you are not going to be able to do that. Who's going to listen to you? Try to put all types of doubt in your head. Just now how all of this mess was going on with my throat. Not, is not happening. Stomp right on his head. He does not have any authority over you. You are a child of God. Know who you are. Claim who you are. Go in, in, in God's love allow God to speak through you allow God to speak through you to use you as he wills and watch a change happen this is not this oh my god I oh my lord I I sometimes don't even know how this is gonna go when I when I get on here sometimes I don't know but I allow God to use me when I say I want him to use me I wholeheartedly mean use me use me however you're gonna use me for anybody who knows me knows that I don't get like that I don't do that thank you Jesus that was all God all glory goes to God amen all glory all glory all glory all honor all praises Go to my king. He is amazing. Oh, thank you, Lord. You will be so bold when you allow the Holy Spirit to speak through you. When you allow God to use you, speak through you. Watch the change happen. Watch the transformation happen. Watch who God directs you to, to talk to, to pray for. He is coming, he is coming soon. And because he's coming soon, it's more of an urgency to get his word out. Get his word out, people. Get his word out. Please get his word out. Let's all be obedient to the word, the will of our Father. I'm not going to get to heaven and have to answer for what I didn't do. I want to be used by God for whatever he tells me I need to do. Whoever he tells me to pray for. Whoever he tells me to go and speak to. Whatever God is telling me to do is what I want to do. Anything else, it's not for me. It's not what I want to do. I won't do it. I only bow down to my king. And that's it. 
no one else not this world not this music right not these people that say you're friends and you can truly have friends in Christ but there is no one above God there is no one I'm listening to but God his word his word I hear things all the time I take it to the word I ask the father for clarification the Holy Spirit will reveal. I have a good friend that says, the Holy Spirit will throw anybody under the bus. Because <laughs> he will. The Holy Spirit will throw you under the bus. Woo, and I thank him for that. God is awesome. I cannot say enough how awesome, how amazing he is, how true he is, how loving he is, how on time he is. These other faiths are not speaking that because they want power. They want you to bow down to them. Learn the true God, the God of the Bible, the God of Israel, the God of Jacob, the line of Judah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Take away from this. Go to the Father. Ask Him how He wants you to be used. Be obedient to His Word. Allow Him to use you. And know that He's coming soon for His church. Let's be ready, saints. Keep your lamps lit. As we continue to go through this study, I will speak on more. I don't know how many more. I have ideals, but my father has the final say so stay tuned is all i can tell you stay tuned whether we meet here at the next session or in the air i love you jesus loves you let's show our love to the world the world that desperately needs it let's show god in us every day of our lives that we have remaining here it's not an accident that you woke up so ask God how you should be used for today <laughs> you woke up today with a purpose ask him what that purpose is and allow him to use you not just parts of you but your whole life because you never know who he is using who who he is who he's trying to save you never know we can't save anyone but we can sow seeds and we're sowing seeds we're obedient to the will of god by being obedient to the will of god someone is saved someone is saved from themselves from hell it's so important allow god to use you trust that he knows everything. Trust that he will always protect you. Trust that he will always guide you and allow him to use you however he will use you. And be grateful that he is still using you, that he is still developing you, that he's still loving you, that he's not here yet for judgment on the world. Pray that you will be found right when he comes. Pray that 
everything that you do is found pleasing to him. And if it's not, ask him for correction because we're not perfect, right? Thank him in the morning when you wake up because you didn't have to. And then ask him right after, how do you want me to be used today? I'm yours, Lord. How should I be used? Use me. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity. I thank you. Father, you are awesome. You are so amazing. There is none like you. I thank you, everyone, for listening. And this is definitely, definitely a passion God has placed in my heart. Ask God how you can be used. Allow your entire life to be used by our Father. And watch the transformation in you. And know that you are doing the will of your Father. When you ask Him and when you give Him your life to be used by Him. Amen and amen. Thank you. Jesus loves you. Until the next time. Peace.